I love this cold brew with banana milk because I'm weird. What does it taste like? Bananas and cold brew. Bullshit. <laughs> it tastes like bullshit. Courtney hates it. it For maybe, me, it's like the best thing. It's like the grossest thing I've ever put in my it's mouth. It's like a banana mocha shake. I mean, no. I don't know how I would feel about that because I, mean, I do not. It I don't so like can... coffee. Here, I'll try it. All right. Yep. Yep. Ah! Yep. That was my reaction Why? as well. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Exactly. I, I oh my god. Yep. It tastes like. I know. The, like I licked the bottom of a bus or something. I know. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, what the hell? I know. He was like, "Try it," and I did, and I was like, "I wasn't expecting it regret. to be that bad." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I can't even wash it away. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just knew it would be funny. What the hell? I love it. It's like that's why I got two. I know. I know. What about it do you love? <laughs> it tastes like bananas and coffee. It tastes like something. Yeah, it's it's not it's good. Like, it's like sour. It's like something has gone wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, you're I know. not supposed to put that in your mouth. <laughs> Humans did not evolve to drink that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I pay I, extra for it. I know. <laughs> it's so wrong. It tasted like I was like licking a penny that someone had like dipped in a banana. Yeah, it's so weird and bad. Like my mouth still tastes like metal. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, anyway. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Courtney Stanton. And I'm Darius Kazami. Yay. And today we're here to talk to you about the first truly terrifying stand that we have met. Yeah, the stuff of nightmares. And we will see. I thought Death 13 was the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> no, uh. Baby stand. <laughs> but for real. <laughs> the ha- so, Nilice's stand, Cream is a concept that Iraqi is going to revisit at least twice more. A stand so dangerous that it is hard to like comprehend and a stand where the user does not totally understand it because it's so extreme. Yeah, this this thing of like, I don't really know where things go when I put them in my stand's right. mouth. <laughs> but definitely they never come back. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. like, it's like it's some sort of dimension of darkness is what Vanilla Ice calls it. And then we're going to see that turn up in part four and in part five this idea of like super overpowered right and in this case this stand has been partnered with an obsessive codependent psychopath yeah with anger issues so yeah so he uses it a lot (laughs) right and he uses like instead of doors yes (laughs) well also he is invulnerable to it yeah, yeah. I mean, he can cut his own head off with it, but he can enter the dimension. Yeah, and come back out, which is, again, yeah. how we get the adorable Kegurumi. Yeah. It makes it very hard to take him seriously. <laughs> it really is. And yet I take him seriously because he's terrifying. Yes. Yeah, he's really fucking scary. I, I love what Polnareff says later in the episode where he's like, the true dimension of darkness is this dude's mind. Which yeah. is true. It's true. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's a little on the nose, Polnareff. Thanks but, for pointing it out, yeah. but yes, he's Vanilla right. Vanilla Ice is... Truly terrifying. Part of what's so terrifying about him is how in love with Dio he is. I mean, I think vanilla... In love is a a (laughs) kind term for it. I I think Vanilla Ice could easily be the main antagonist of his own JoJo's arc. Well, it so happens that my favorite antagonist from a JoJo's arc is kind of a Vanilla Ice analog. We do get a future main antagonist who is 
basically what if I took vanilla ice, but a lot more complex and a, and, and a lot and thinner and thinner and more powerful and more crazy. Right. The great twinkification of JoJo. Yeah. Yes. And uh, more respected by Dio. Right. More equitable relationship. Poor Vanilla Ice. He I really, know. he apparently can't carry on a, an intellectual conversation or something because Dio does not have much use for him. No, it's a shame. Beyond the boning. Yeah. I mean, he. And the thing is, is that he is like loyalty taken to a degree that is like obsessive and worshipful, which sounds cool. Except. I mean, it's sort of like, I mean, the thing is that he does serve like a vampire lord, which, <laughs> and like yeah. the obsessive, worshipful, quote unquote, love that vampire vassals are supposed <laughs> to show their lord. It's like, it makes sense, but it's like really extreme. Yeah, it's a place. Yeah. And fucked up and dark. So Polnareff runs away and Iggy, I guess, too. Right. And and like, I don't have time to mourn. Avdal properly. I'm going right. to run into this arena. <laughs> they, well, they run for the exit first, and then they're like, wait, that's for losers. <sighs> right? That's fucking stupid. And then Iggy gets his boner. Right. Iggy gets a disgusting tail boner. <laughs> I hate it. Um, <laughs> and then they go into this arena. And Have like, I got news for safe. you as an Iggy hater? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, this is my favorite episode. No. <laughs> it's actually, it actually is one of my favorite episodes, but... But not for that reason. Not because Iggy gets the shit beaten out of him. Actually, I as much as I hate Iggy, it is hard to watch any dog yes. get beaten out of him. Yes, I mean, it's, it's really violent. Yeah. Yeah. So they're fighting Vanilla Ice, and Vanilla Ice is like being a ball that kills <laughs> stuff. Oh, and he does, he does let slip that like when he's inside his universe, he can't see what's out there. Right, he has to... Pop his head out. Courtney, it's like when you're wearing your kigurumi and you, and you and you pull it down over your face, but then yeah. but then if you need like food or something, you have to stick your head out again. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly like that. Like that. <laughs> um, and that's how uh, Polnareff stabs him in the brainstem. Basically, that, yeah. We aren't, we aren't there yet. Though. Okay. Well, yeah, but yes. But. In any case, I mean, the, whoever's wa- listening to this has watched, <laughs> has watched the, the episode. episode. So yeah. Like that's the thing. The fight, like. The fight stuff is so like. Mm. I mean, the the reason to me why the fight stuff is interesting is once Vanilla Ice gets out of his Kigurumi, so that we can go back to looking at his uh, <clears throat> body. Um, <laughs> I have a question, and that question is: How are Polnareff and Iggy able to impersonate Dio to such accuracy? When Polnareff and Iggy impersonate Dio, uh, Vanilla Ice, I think is is out as a. He looks like yeah, a yeah. He's just out yeah. walking around. Yeah, um, and he he's half out. Oh, right, he's a centaur, right? Yes, he's a, he's a weird. He's a weird stance centaur. <laughs> centaur because he's he's got his arms, but then the stance since he's coming out of the mouth of cream, like cream's arms are still there too, and it is exactly like what centaurs would be if you got, took gorilla horse. Part. And just like a centaur, it has two dicks. Yes. Would Vanilla Ice half out of his stand wear pants like this or this? (laughs) Trick question, he wouldn't wear pants. Yeah, he would never wear pants. He doesn't Um, wear pants. So Polnareff presumably has a pretty good idea of what Dio looks like, but... um, At least as of a few years ago. Yeah, well, but we have to rely on the fact that Dio only has one outfit, which we do know for a fact. That's true. So... I guess that's how they're doing it. Yeah, so... How does Iggy know that, though? Polnareff is really good at describing, and Iggy is a... um, He's like a... a police sketch artist. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, what you're telling me is that when Polnareff has a hard time sleeping, he talks to Iggy about what it was like to have a one night stand with Dio. In such <laughs> well, he detail. talks to yeah. himself, and then Iggy overhears he it. He jerks yeah. off and narrates it. 
Wow. He's a talker. I mean, wow. you're yeah. the one who brought it up. That's the only likely explanation. <laughs> it's, no, it's true. That's extremely plausible. And <laughs> or else it's him what and Kakuin talk about it. But yeah, yeah, maybe they do like, in Bond. So did and then he? Iggy overhears, yeah. yeah. They're like, so when you guys were boning? Oh, he... I bet, I bet Kakuin has painted Dio. Oh. oh. Thank you. You're Object. welcome. <laughs> That's what it is. Anyway, so they make Dio... And then out of sand. Well, because yeah. he even he paints his targets, right? So oh yeah, he paints one target. Well, he paints his main target, and his main target was Jotaro, and, and now so it's Dio. Switched up. So. Sure, I think that that happened off screen, sure. and it was too interesting to put on the anime. Well, That's it was, right. It was too sexy. Also, yeah. they have the sexts too. They yeah. have the they have the photos. So he knows what right. his back looks like. Yeah, that's right. the thing is you never see. But does his he know face. what his front? looks Well, no, like. but it's also a shaded face. So yeah. maybe maybe Iggy was actually shading the face. But I just, how does he know what his voice sounds like? I mean, it's just yeah, the whole thing. yeah. The voice is a little. They cast the same voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy made his Iggy Iggy stand turned into Koyasu. Sure, yeah, yeah. right, of course. Um, anyway, it's weird and doesn't quite hang together. I do like the shot of of Polnareff and Iggy like half in the stairwell. Yeah, which also like, makes no sense because like which of their powers allows them to make a little portal? Oh, I little... assumed I assumed the stairwell itself was also fake. Um, was also made of sand. That's a big assumption. It's fine. The whole bit is weird. In any case, <laughs> it's weird for a reason because it's getting us to yes. some fucking good shit. Clearly, Araki was like, what I need to do is make Vanilla Ice really mad about having done something bad to a fake Dio. Yes. So, so I will contrive to make that happen. And I love the, I love the way he puts it because he yes. puts it, it. It's almost like, you know, when you hear someone being like, oh, you made an image of Muhammad, you know, yes. like oh, you yeah. made me kill an image of Lord Dio. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's like, even though I knew it was fake, it doesn't matter. I can't believe you made me kill an image of that you made me destroy an image of Dio you made me hit him like even though it wasn't him and it's very upsetting I like the idea that it centers on his experience of of what the fight would be well he had to go through it yeah and it really completely dismantles him oh it he snaps completely yeah and it's like also because it implies like that Dio might not he's like I knew it wasn't him because Dio told me to take care of you and so he trusts me implicitly and he would never come and also by the way there's sunlight in here yeah and Dio can't go into the sunlight but it almost seems like he's trying to convince himself of these things oh totally well he's trying to convince him I mean he knows the sunlight but he's definitely like Dio trusts me. Yeah, Dio would never check up on me. And we, of course, see Dio laying in his bed drinking <laughs> right. wine or blood uh, or both. Blood mixed, wine. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, just sort of mentally yeah. calculating how many contractors he's going to have to enthrall <laughs> to fix the mansion. You know? uh, listening to Vanilla Ice fight, which yeah. is like a real good power move. And like if he actually had feelings for Vanilla Ice and Vanilla Ice survived this fight, that would be a good... Like, oh, I was listening to you fight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. But alas. Instead, he's just sort of like, I wonder if he's going to die. He's like, all mm. right, is he dead? Guess he's not dead yet. <laughs> Checking his watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he goes, he goes ape shit and starts to uh, take it out on Iggy. And he's like, he's I'm like, not even, he's like, I'm not even going to use my stand because, yeah. because that would kill you too fast. Like, I'm just going to, he literally kicks Iggy nearly to death yeah and it is fucked up it's fucked up he does not stop and like his veins are bulging out and he just looks like i mean it's it's really good like yes it's horrifying (laughs) and you and you know we are no fans of iggy on this podcast but even it was hard for me to watch and it's just hard to watch 
I don't like seeing little yeah. animals spit blood. And Vanilla Ice like is really scary. Yeah. Because like the yep. fact that he has this stand that is the most powerful stand that we've seen and yet is like, I would rather beat you to death. Yeah. That's not yep. even be like, I would just rather just kick, kick you, you to, to death. death. Yeah. yeah. It's, and shitty. we see that later on also. And he uh, makes a comment about how Iggy, you know, has no, no soul and no right. pride and no, you know, honor because he's um, a filthy dog. So Vanilla Ice is uh, beating the shit out of Iggy and it's not looking good. Then no. He, no. he leaves Iggy there. And then um, and he starts to focus on Well, because Polnareff like gets his attention. Right. And had Polnareff already stabbed him in the... Oh, so, well, at this at point, this point Polnareff's already lost part of his foot at this point, right? Right. Because yeah. the cream decided to like steal Polnareff's toes so he couldn't run. Yeah. Sure. And then I can't remember if it also then takes out a chunk of his leg, but he ends up like pretty... In any case, Polnareff, who we've seen in the past as easily surviving... Uh, most of most his flesh, flesh being, being ripped eaten. off. Yeah. And because, and, uh, which was evidence for our completely correct theory that Polnareff is part pillar man because he can regenerate very right. fast. Well, apparently not fast enough. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he regenerates pretty fast in this episode. It's true. He puts those, he, he takes, he cuts up some curtains. And, I mean, I guess like, episode, but yeah. I, know, but yeah. I, I mean, I guess like the, the idea here is that even though we, this is like taking place in Shonen time. So like this whole fight takes place in like under five seconds, let's right. say. Yeah. yeah. So of course, Polnareff can't heal that quick. That's right. true. So we yeah. just see all the slow Right. He's not all pillar man. Right. <laughs> so, so Polnareff gets Vanilla Ice's attention and then I, I can't remember exactly how I think. Is this when he does the sand thing? Vanilla Ice, I don't know what the order is, but Vanilla Ice pokes his head out at some point. Yeah. Polnareff stabs him in the base of the neck through his mouth. Yeah, it's uh, pretty horny. It, yeah, and then, oh yeah, is that when he tells him yes. to choke on his sword until he dies? Yeah, yes. suck on my sword until oh, you die. Oh, right, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Even better. And I was like, I've heard that line in porn. Uh, <laughs> suck on my sword until you die, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of porn? I'm watching the good kind, obviously. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's very a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, but it's it's in like the same category as that other one where it's like it's too obvious. It's not worth talking. Yeah, about. exactly. I'm just like, yes, this is a very horny fight. Ta-da! Uh, uh, I like uh, the other thing I like about this fight is that they both, but especially obviously Vanilla Ice, just wreck the room. Completely. Oh, yeah. This Polnareff oh, yeah. is like anger slashing all this over is, the place. I do. I guess I want to take a second to talk about this fight in Heritage for the Future. Please. <laughs> sure. So the, first of all, the stage for the fight is awesome. It's just the completely wrecked room. So there's all these nice. holes everywhere and, and gutters in the... Oh, uh, I remember seeing you do this part. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then also... Vanilla Ice is a pain in the ass to fight in that game because his like special moves are all. It's one of those characters as kind of like he is in the show. Like it, he's one of those characters where it's just like, oh, now I'm gonna do weird patterns while I'm in a ball shape, and you have to like play right. the like the avoid the patterns right. game. Makes sense. So, yeah, because he's bouncing around the room and Polnareff thinks it's random, but then he's like, oh, it's not random. He's like strategically covering the entire space so that he can zero in on me and kill me. Right, because he's never, he's like, because Vanilla Ice's strategy is, okay, I'll prevent him from moving so then I can go into my dimension. I don't have to pop my head out and then I can just methodically Roomba yeah, <laughs> the, the yeah. room, you know? Yeah, I mean, it reminds me also of the chariot race from uh, from Battle Tendency where with the those balls. What oh, yeah, where he shoots the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I gotta hear I, Rocky, with the ricochet. Yeah, yeah. Rocky really likes balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. You don't say. I do say. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, and so it's like Polnareff is beat to shit. Iggy is beat to shit. Polnareff manages to like 
jump a little out of the way and get Iggy to safety, but he's he's like too tapped out. Like his his stand can't even pull him out of the way. Yeah, he tries to hold hands with his stand and it's not working. And then we get Choose Your Own Adventure. Choose yeah. Your Own Adventure is good. Yeah. The handsome Polnareff. Yes. So is this Polnareff's like internal monologue? Well, I so, think well, this so, is his decision making Well, so tree. first of all, this is clearly something that works way better in manga than on an anime. Like if you just saw that like pop up in a manga, yeah, you know, it's funny. It's, it's, yeah. Just, it's just there. Yeah. It like works. It's floating in it air. It is weird that it's only ever used once. So it's like okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, cute idea that did not get expanded. But yeah, so and I, I really do like the third option of just reality is cruel. Yeah, yeah. he does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's he's very JoJo, and he's like, well, I definitely can't just count on the others randomly showing up and saving my ass. Unlike every other time. But that, that, that's life. happened, yeah. yeah. Well, but, he knows it's close to the end of the, the season. Right. Yeah. So. And he's like, I guess I just got to yeah, save my well, own the, ass. I don't know. The stands aren't even suggesting Egyptian gods anymore. It's got to be close to the end. Right. We ran out of Egyptian gods. Yeah. The, mo- <laughs> the motif has been exhausted. <laughs> we got to wrap this shit up. Right. One of the main characters has died. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, he uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to save myself. And then he doesn't. He yeah. He gets it. And the last thing we see is this dramatic shot of him being like so cream long, about to absorb him. Well, no, no and then no, it's, we it's see, nothing but his earring is left. Yeah, we yeah. see him get absorbed. Well, we see his earring, and we see him disintegrate into the light. So yeah, he's it's R.I.P. Polnareff? Question mark. Is Polnareff dead? Tune yes. in next time. <laughs> yes, totally dead. Never comes back. Yep. <laughs> the end. So anyway, another cliff. There's there's going to be a lot of cliffhangers yeah, in we're, these we're last few episodes. In the home so. We got like five eps left. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us talk about our favorite horny boy. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. It's just he's he's real good. He's Luckily, real crazy. We'll get, we'll get more of him super soon. Yeah. Tune in next week. Bye. Part three. Part three of the miasma. Yeah, of the cold miasma of the vanilla ice. Vanilla. The void. The, the void. I can remember vanilla that. ice is cold miasma. That's one thing to call it. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Aura, Aura, Oregon. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Vanilla Ice would leave for an image of Lord Dio. 